Hello, and welcome to Jonathan's Verdicts. I'm Jonathan Simeone. The title of this episode is Predicting the 2020 Election. The verdict for this episode is Biden wins, but will he win? As always, I don't have a script and I do not edit these podcast episodes. They are just a chance for me to talk about whatever is on my mind. I'm recording this episode uh, in the morning of Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020, the election day many of us have been waiting for and are simultaneously afraid of. Uh, I will discuss the House and the Senate at the end, but I want to start with the presidential race because that's where I think most people have the most interest. So, as we know, the popular vote does not matter. I believe Joe Biden will win the popular vote by at least 5 million votes when all the counting is done. But that's not what determines the president. It's the electoral college. So to make sure we're all on the same page, I want to briefly describe how the electoral college works. There are 538 members of the Electoral College. Each state gets the number of members it has in Congress. So you take the number of senators and add the number of members of the House representatives from each state, and you get that state's Electoral College number. So, for example, Oregon has two senators and five members of the House. So Oregon has seven Electoral College votes. The 23rd Amendment to the Constitution, passed in 1961, gave Washington, D.C. three votes in the Electoral College. So that's, that's how we get up to the number of 538 for the number of Electoral College voters. Two states, Maine and Nebraska, do not give winner-take-all systems. They divide the votes by by congressional district. That won't matter in Nebraska. Trump won it by something like 25 points and got all five of its electoral college votes, and I imagine the same thing uh, will happen this time. Maine has four electoral college votes. And uh, so... Last time, for example, Clinton got three votes from Maine and Trump got one. This time, though, uh, because of the hotly contested Senate race, I think Clinton gets all four of – or Biden gets all four of Maine's electoral college votes. But I want to just highlight it is possible that uh, they could each get an electoral college vote from Maine. Uh, In 2016, Trump had 304 electoral college votes, and you need 270 to win. Uh, Clinton had 232 uh, electoral votes. One of the 2016 electors from Hawaii became what's called a faithless elector and voted for Bernie Sanders. Uh, And I don't know, I honestly don't remember off the top of my head what happened to the other vote. But that's how the numbers work out the way they did. So let's talk about what to watch 
for tonight. Uh, as a baseline, all Trump has to do, obviously, is win all of the states he won last time, and he wins again, right? So Joe Biden has to take states from Trump. Uh, so where do we go? So this is, I believe that Biden will win Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Pennsylvania has 10 electoral college votes. Or, excuse me, Pennsylvania has 20 electoral college votes. Uh, Michigan has 13. And Wisconsin has 10. That's 43 electoral college votes. If Biden gets those three states, he gets 200 and, and keeps all of Clinton's states. He gets to 275 and he wins the electoral college. That's honestly what Democrats thought would happen in 2016. And it didn't, obviously. It didn't happen. But here's the thing. In all of those states, uh, the candidates were functionally tied, and Trump won by a few thousand votes in each of those situations. So I just think, given what is going on, all of those states return to vote for Democrats like they had pretty consistently prior to 2016. What about Ohio? Ohio has 18 electoral college votes. In 2016, Trump won Ohio by eight points. Can Biden flip that around? Absolutely. Yes, he can. Uh, do I think it will happen? No, I wouldn't bet on it because there aren't enough down-ballot races, ballot question things to really work people up. I think it will be uh, close, but I think if I had to bet, I say Trump holds Ohio. In 2016, Trump won Florida by two, uh, two percentage points. Florida has 29 electoral college votes. Can Biden take Florida? Yes, it's possible, but again, I think Trump will hold it. I think the Trump campaign has done a uh, quote-unquote good job of convincing many in the Florida Latinx community that Biden is a socialist, which is interesting since most socialists like me hate Joe Biden because he's not actually progressive at all. Nevertheless, I think Trump can hold Florida. So... Another one people talk about is North Carolina. Trump won North Carolina by four points. North Carolina has 15 electoral college votes. Obama won North Carolina in 08. So again, it is possible for a Democrat to win. But I don't see it happening because of the Senate race. I think the the need for Trump to win the need for Republicans to hold the Senate race there. I think Trump wins North Carolina. Uh, Georgia uh, has 16 electoral college votes. Trump won 
Georgia by five points. Can Biden make that up? Well, Georgia is notorious for its voter suppression. There's also a Senate race uh, where uh, Georgia has these strange rules around runoffs and you have three can- you know, candidates. Uh, it's a mess, the Senate race. But again, I think it's another case where the combination of Trump holding on, the existence of a contested Senate race, and the voter suppression means that Trump can probably hold Georgia. But where can Trump pick up? Where is it possible? Where can Trump cut in to what Clinton did in 16? In 16, Clinton won Minnesota by one point. Minnesota has 10 uh, electoral college votes. But I don't see Trump being able to do that because uh, Minnesota is where George Floyd was murdered. I think the very robust progressive communities in the Minneapolis and St. Paul regions will really turn out this time. Uh, I think I don't see Trump being able to get that. It looks a lot closer than I think it will actually turn out to be in Minnesota. In uh, in Nevada, Clinton won by uh, two points. Nevada, I think, has six electoral college votes. But again, I think the the Latinx community in the West, in the Southwest, is very different than the Latinx community in Florida. I think the union vote turns out strong for Biden in Nevada. It's a very big union state. Uh, and I think, I think uh, Biden is able to hold Nevada. New Hampshire was a basically a statistical tie that Clinton won. New Hampshire has four electoral college votes. Uh, I think Biden keeps these and expands the margin of victory in New Hampshire over Clinton. I just can't see uh, Trump getting the the ground he got in New Hampshire last time. Maine has four electoral college votes. It was basically a statistical tie, and Clinton, as I said, got three votes, and Trump got one. I believe that Biden gets all four electoral college votes uh, in Maine this time, uh, because I think Susan Collins will lose the Senate race. And in this case, I think the Senate race will help expand Biden's margin of victory uh, over what Clinton's was in, uh, in, um, in 2016. Arizona is another state where I think the Senate race will help push Biden across the finish line. Uh, um, I think uh, Mark Kelly will win the Senate race, the Democrat in Arizona, and I think that can help Biden carry Arizona. Uh, and I think um, Arizona has nine electoral college votes, but honestly, I'm not 100% certain about that. But here's the point. Biden is going to, on voting... <laughs> Biden should have enough, I believe, to flip 
Ohio, or excuse me, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Arizona. At this point, right now, I don't see uh, a Biden state or a Clinton state, excuse me, that I give Trump very good odds of flipping. So I think Biden should be able to win the Electoral College. Here's the, here's the problem, though. This is why I say Biden wins, but will he win? Because Trump is, is almost, I mean, it's 100% guarantee. This is going to wind up in the courts. I believe both candidates will declare victory tonight, which is just embarrassing. Something that should never happen in a functioning political system. But I believe that's what's going to happen. Both candidates will predict, will uh, declare victory. And the courts will settle things like, can mail-in ballots be counted after election day? Uh, And can mail-in ballots be accepted if they are done through drive throughs The Republicans will try all kinds of things. And at the end of the day, the question is going to be, will the Supreme Court do as it did in 2000 and throw the election to the Republican? Uh, and in this case, it would totally delegitima- delegitimize the American political process it would be a disaster for this country. Uh, the The country uh, would be at the worst place it's been in decades. I, I really have no idea how bad it would be at that point if Biden wins the popular vote by millions, if Biden wins the electoral college by the released count and then has the election thrown to the the Supreme Court throws the election to Trump over technicalities of vote counting and vote casting. It w- it'll just be a disaster for this country. Uh, moving on to the House of Representatives, I'm not going to get bogged down in this. The Democrats are going to keep the House. I expect they will expand their majority in the House. There's really nothing exciting there. The Senate. Right now, Republicans have a 53 to 47 seat advantage in the Senate. There is, uh, because of the vice president breaking the tie, whoever is president, so for example, if Biden is actually the president, then the Democrats actually control the Senate with 50 seats because Kamala Harris as vice president would be able to break any ties. But here's what I think is going to happen. Uh, Doug Jones, the Democrat, is certainly going to lose in Alabama. Uh, The Republicans did not nominate a pedophile this time. So I I just can't see a path forward for Doug Jones. That means that the Republicans have 54 seats. So if we assume that Biden wins – The Democrats need to pick up four seats to get to 50 and have Harris break any ties. So let's go through it. As I said earlier, I think Susan Collins loses in Maine. That's one. 
I think Mark Kelly wins. The Democrat beats Martha McSally, the Republican in Arizona. That's two. I think John Hickenlooper, the Democrat, beats Cory Gardner in Colorado. That's three. Unfortunately, I don't see another pickup for the Democrats beyond that. I think the Democrats stop at 49, which is awful. And I, I, hope, I hope there's one out there that I'm not catching. But I think, I think Trump won Iowa by nine points last time. I think Trump wins Iowa again. And I think that pushes Joni Ernst, the Republican, across the finish line in Iowa. Um, so I don't see another pickup. I do want to mention the, the Lindsey Graham, Jamie Harrison race uh, because it's gotten the most publicity. Uh, I hate Lindsey Graham. <laughs> I truly, I truly hope Lindsey Graham loses. But I think Trump wins South Carolina and uh, uh, Lindsey Graham has surgically attached his head to Trump's ass. And I think that's enough to get Lindsey Graham across the finish line. Uh, as an aside, it's embarrassing that $200 million has been spent on one Senate race. Uh, that is an outrage. Nevertheless, though, I think Lindsey Graham wins. I wish I could say Paula Jean Swearigan would win in West Virginia. Um, she's a real progressive. Uh, she just strikes me as someone who would be a really good addition to the Senate, but she's not beating Shelley Moore Capito, uh, not in a presidential year. Uh, Trump is winning West Virginia going away, and that is going to carry Shelley Moore Capito across the finish line. Uh, Georgia um, is an odd state. Um, there could be a runoff election in the Senate if nobody reaches 50% of the vote. Um, and I think at the end of the day, Georgia is a champion voter suppression state. Um, it just is. And I think at the end of the day, as I said, I, 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 think, I, I think David Perdue can hang on uh, can hang on to that seat. Uh, so I just don't, at this point, I don't see a path to 50 seats for the Democrats in the Senate. So my, at the end of the day, the most likely scenario is Democrats win the presidency, Democrats increase their lead in the House, and Republicans have a very scant 51 to 49 advantage in the Senate. That's what I have. I truly hope <laughs> some of this is wrong. I hope things aren't as bad as I sometimes imagine they are going to be over the next few days. And with all due sincerity, stay safe. Take care of yourself, both physically and mentally, and good luck. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Jonathan's Verdicts.